good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Welcome to the podcast today. Trust that your day is beginning on the right foot with your walk with the Lord. How is your anchor holding? I trust that it's been encouraged and bolstered up after this uh, past Lord's Day. Yesterday was the first day of the week when I am recording this anyway, and uh, or releasing this anyway. Uh, but yesterday should have been a time when you were able to be in the house of God. And again, from time to time, I remind you that uh, worshiping God is not a spectator sport. You can't view it from afar. Uh, Worship and fellowship with God's people go hand in hand. You can't get away from that. Uh, There are so many people that want to isolate themselves today, particularly where we've come through a a time where it's been uh, a shutdown in a lot of areas and aspects of your life. But I want to encourage you that church is not a place where you ought to shut down. If you're quarantining from church but nothing else, you're not doing it right. Church is a place where your family is, where you come and gather to practice all those one another's in the Bible. And I want to just strongly encourage you to make sure you make that a priority about being in God's house and serving the Lord. Church is messy. People have told me before, Pastor, I, uh, I've been hurt in church by people. Well, then you were there for the wrong reason. You're there for God, not for people. And so I want to encourage you to make that the priority in your life and in your family's life, because if you find that uh, church is optional, your children will find that it's useless. Uh, very, very, uh, very true. So encourage you to make sure that uh, worshiping God, being in his house is a priority. He gives us six days of the week to do what we want to do, and he asks us for one day to be able to devote to him. Well, we are approaching uh, today, uh, this week, uh, a very important thing in our church meeting-wise. It's uh, one of the highlights of our church calendar, and it's an opportunity for us to refocus our attention on evangelism, global evangelism, uh, reaching people with the gospel of Jesus Christ, not just overseas and in hard-to-reach places, but also right here at home. I find that in my ministry that uh, even though I'm pastor, there are times when I have to rekindle my passion for lost souls. Is it not true, folks, that we get so preoccupied with just doing life, with living as uh, providing for our family and living as as obedient people of the Lord, But sometimes that can overshadow one of the chiefest reasons why God has left us here on this earth. Not just to glorify Him, to magnify His name. Obviously, that's the foremost reason why we're here. But He also left us here in order to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want others to know. I told somebody recently who is not a follower of Christ that I would love to see him in heaven in heaven. I would love to see him to uh, being around the throne of God and worshiping him rather than separated for all of eternity. And really, folks, we need to pray quite frequently that God would give us a passion for souls. Those that we work around, those of our family, uh, there are so many that need Christ. And I think we're, we're easily distracted from that. We're focusing on missions this week at our church And I had in the past few podcasts noted uh, Dr. Ernest Pickering's teaching on how to pray for missions. 
rather than being generic and just, oh, Lord, bless all the missionaries, uh, here are some practical ways that you might be able to pray for your missionaries on a regular basis. In fact, I would encourage you to perhaps take part of your prayer time every week, if not to divide the missionaries up throughout the days of the week to be able to pray regarding these things about your missionaries. Now, uh, I had mentioned already several of them. I had mentioned uh, 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 seven, actually, uh, items on which to pray for our missionaries. And I want to continue with that thought. I left off with praying for their relationships, that God would give them uh, a love for each other as they work to serve the Lord among the missionaries themselves, but also to give them a deep love for those people that they're ministering to, who most of the time are going to be very different. But is that not true even here at home? There may be people that you work with or people that God has laid on your soul that would be very uh, antagonistic or they may have different viewpoints about things. Uh, folks, we need to pray that our missionaries would be able to have that love for God, to build that rapport with people wherever they are, to be able to seek them out to win them to Christ. Uh, I would also suggest to you another area of prayer about your missionaries. Pray for their successful evangelism. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, the premier missionary of the New Testament. Uh, the Apostle Paul writes this in verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. Praying for the success in their evangelism is essential because Paul was particularly concerned that his friends pray about this. Uh, the purpose of missionary work is to win people to Christ and disciple them to be mature believers. So asking the Lord to give your missionaries good contacts and to be able to reach into the lives of people and build those bridges is so important. I know personally in my prayer life that I've asked the Lord to bring people across my path that need the gospel, that I would be sensitive to their their inquiries and their, their questions that they might have. So praying for the missionaries that way, helping them to be creative in, in, in ways of reaching people in the culture where they are. Uh, praying that those that are believers in those country will also have an evangelistic fervency and, and passion uh, and praying that their hearts would be receptive is so important that the Spirit of God would draw them and convict them and help them to know their need for a Savior. So that's an area of great prayer that we could pray for our, our uh, missionaries. And then I would say another area to pray. Also, Dr. Pickering uh, says everyday stress is an issue with a lot of missionaries as they deal with a different culture. Uh, that the missionary needs to be mindful of those Christian marks of love, that they suffer long, they're patient, not easily provoked. <laughs> and one great characteristic of, of, uh, of Christian love is that it endures all things, 1 Corinthians 13 says. In foreign countries, uh, particularly those cultures you're not used to, just the daily stresses of living can be daunting to a missionary. 
Uh, and it's hard to explain that to somebody, but having been there, it is absolutely the case. I mean, just shopping can be quite a chore. It can, it can require so many hours of a missionary's time. I remember when I lived in Africa having to go and get fuel every week and fill up 50-gallon drums and things because of the remoteness of the area. The climate would be hot, it would be stressful, then rainy season would come and everything is wet and it's just, uh, it can be very, it can be very stressful living. And then on top of that, many missionaries struggle with the interactions or interventions of government officials and paperwork and, and it's exasperating and time consuming and very distracting. There can be so incredible delays in getting the goods and services that you need or just waiting on a shipment of supplies. So being mindful of those things to pray for that stress of those missionaries because it can be very difficult. Then last of all, let me suggest that, suggest this. Let's pray for our missionaries to have perseverance. Um, it is not easy to go to a foreign land particularly when that land has been steeped in paganism or some type of, of uh, anti-scriptural mentality. Satan is active and out there trying to discourage and to distort things. He opposes attempts to be able to plant churches and win people to Christ. And progress can be exceedingly slow. If you ever get the chance to read to the Golden Shore, uh, The Life of Adoniram Judson, and how for 10 years he labored and saw no convert and was so discouraged. I mean, to the point where he just contemplated his own death. Lord, are you done with me here? And, and literally went out and dug a grave and sat next to it. And it was just uh, a struggle for him until God intervened and brought him out. So progress can be agonizingly slow. Uh, results can be very meager even after many years of work, but the missionary plods on. Uh, and it's I, I know it's difficult for them sometimes when they communicate with their supporting churches that they don't have a lot of progress to, to write about. Uh, no exciting news, uh, but uh, we're praying that God would give them perseverance and, perseverance and stay by the stuff and to be able to be faithful. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9, the Apostle Paul wrote, I do not cease to pray for you that you might be strengthened unto all patience, endurance, and long-suffering with joyfulness. Well, it's what's needed in missionary service, but it's got to be accompanied with joyfulness. So let's intercede for our missionaries. Don't forget to pray for them and to lift them up on a regular basis, and I know they will deeply benefit from that. God bless you today. Walk with Christ. Spend some time in prayer. Uh, not because you have to, but because you long to. Uh, I'm praying for you. God bless you. 